Welcome to the Cultivate Farms podcast. My name is Sam Marwood and we really hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. Let's get you farming. G'day everybody, Sam Marwood here from Cultivate Farms uh, and we're about making it possible for anyone to own a farm and underpinning this is our passion to free up capital so that people can get onto their dream farm and a bit of our focus has been around the land but also we do talk about the business side of, of the farming but one key area that we hear time and time again from aspiring farmers is getting the capital to buy livestock, so the operation side of your business. So we've been working with my good mate here, Mitch Hughes, who I'll introduce in a second, on a concept which we think is amazing. It's getting going this year in 2018. Uh, we want to give you some background and also ask for your help in making sure it's an amazing product. Mitch, welcome. G'day, Sam. How are you? Very good, mate. Now, we've, we've known each other for a couple of years. We've been kicking this idea around for probably a year, I reckon, was it, when uh, we first had we first had this and we... we discussed it. Um, what's your background, mate? Where where are you based and uh, what do you love about farming? Yeah, thanks, Sam. Um, so my name's Mitch Hughes. Uh, I'm based up at Armadale, New South Wales. So I've got a small farm up here, uh, run Merino sheep uh, with first cross lambs, but I've also had uh, traded cattle over the years. Uh, my background's in, in livestock, but also I spent a fair bit of time in the Riverina working in cropping, so dry land cropping, also Spent a bit of time working in Tasmania, which was sort of intensive irrigated horticulture and veggies, poppies, pyrethrums, things like that. So a bit of a different background, but I'm back in Armadale these days, back in nice, chilly, cold, frosty Armadale, um, yeah, running the, the small farm, plus I've got a few other things that I do on the side. But uh, this sort of, you know, being a, a young, aspiring farmer, I, I suppose, um, there's a few challenges to getting a, getting a start there. Um, access to capital is one of those, and I don't think I'm unusual there in any regard. But um, for me, one of the main challenges that I saw was, and I see quite regularly, is that you've got grass, you don't have stock, um, or you've got you got stock and you don't have grass, and sometimes you've got grass but you can't buy stock because you haven't got capital. So just for me, quite often the, the cash flow side of it didn't match up nicely when I needed livestock, so I'd miss opportunity. So we'd have, have grass, it goes to waste. Um, you know, you, your livestock that you have do well, but there's often often an opportunity that you can you miss. So I suppose that got us thinking, and over the last sort of year or two, I've been really trying to nut my head around how, how the financial system works around lending uh, and livestock, and if there's any other options. So we've sort of been through the, uh, looking at all the different options, and there's, you know, there's specialist um, livestock lenders, there's some different different ways of getting capital for livestock. You can borrow against your farm loan, but you've got to have the equity and it sort of impacts your, your equity position that you need to, to hold that loan. And that sort of led us to um, a project that we've been working on now for sort of six months, which is called Lovestock. So um, Lovestock is really a, is a platform that we're building that can really connect. Um, a, it sort of connects people that have a need for livestock with, with people that have livestock and also people that, that have capital. So it's really around trying to make sure that you can get access to livestock to maximise your productivity and also get access to capital um, to make livestock purchases. So we think we can put that together with a digital platform to support that. So, um, 
yeah, it's a it's a pretty pretty exciting one. I think it really fits neatly in with the work that you guys at Cultivate Farms are doing as well. So it's you know you guys are, are trying to connect the farmers with the land, but also a critical component of that is trying to connect the farmers with with capital for livestock. So yeah, hopefully we can. There's a few synergies there, and hopefully we can yeah, help you out, and it'll it'll help help everyone out in the process. Absolutely, we're big fans of this concept. Mitch Lovestock is a, just a beautiful name in and of itself. Uh, but the yeah, concept, I think, I think it was one of our creations in one of our brainstorming <laughs> sessions. Definitely was. Uh, uh, we just stuck with it, and no one's come up with a better name yet. That's uh, it. But uh, I, I think it's you know in a way it's very very similar to cultivating. That's around matching people, and that's that's the core. It's people who want to do farming and in this case it's it's focused around the, the livestock angle um, so very very solid concept uh, in general and you've given us an outline there Mitch uh, can you unpack a bit more around the why why do we why do we need this um, yeah unpack that for yeah okay so um, so the really to maximize productivity from a small farmer's perspective I need to make sure that I've got livestock and always have the best livestock that I need so so really the need there is, and also this comes back to, um, it does work in other industries and I think this is where there is a huge need in, in maybe the, the beef and, and sheep industry. So, so really the, the why, um, the why is that, that we need to maximise productivity, so we need the livestock at the right time, so we need cash flow to do that. So if you've got good, good equity position you've got and you manage your cash flow well, that, that works fine and look in most, most instances that works really well. Where it doesn't work that well is if you um, a so you might be a young farmer that's expanding so you've spent all your all your cash on either prepaying leases or buying land um, so you you know you you're cash poor so an issue there is um, if you're cash poor when do you actually need that maximum productivity in the production it's from day dot like you need to be producing um, straight away at maximum productivity to pay pay your way particularly important when you're first starting out so that's that's a big one. Another another gap that we've seen is we've been working with uh, a number of sort of existing family farmers that are that are expanding their operations. Um, so you know it might be to bring bring a son or daughter back into the business. So they they're expanding. So they're in a in a cash sort of a cash poor time uh, for their business. Sort of high stress on the on the cash flow. So there'll be you know they might have um, capacity to borrow for livestock, but that might be expensive. So they they they're really looking for options as well um, and. And also some of these guys might be leasing land, so they might expand via a lease. Um, and this could be for an, ex, you know, an existing farmer or a new farmer. If you're expanding via a lease, quite often the, you know, if you go to the bank, they're going to say, well, you've got to have that equity position available to borrow for livestock. So if you're expanding through a lease and you might need another um, X amount of, of head of um, cows or, or ewes or whatever it might be, trading stock, that can be really difficult. So I think in, in other industries... Um, in dairy, in particular, it's probably one that that happens a little bit more often. So you've got those share farming arrangements, and also sort of cow leasing stuff. So that tends to work. Look, I'm not I'm not a dairy farmer, but that that tends to work okay from the from the outside looking in, um, because it there definitely does give the young farmers an opportunity to build up their herd, uh, and also then you see people who own uh, cattle and they might own uh, stud dairy cows and they'll lease them. Or share farm them with a dairy farmer, and you know there's this split. The the owner might take the progeny, and they're hoping for for young heifers that they can on sell for good money. And and by for looking after them for that year, the farmer gets the cow free of charge basically. So they they look after and feed the cow and get the milk um, through the year. So 
that it, it does tend to look like it works quite well from from outside the industry and, and it'd be great to be able to do some more more things like that in the in the beef and sheep industries. I think it's brilliant. What you're providing is options and in a way you're creating a sort of marketplace where people can do it use it as they see fit. So one one example I've thought about um, and we've discussed this as well is the idea of a, a, a family farm operating like a corporate farm and they could have half their herd in their, on their property in Victoria and then think, well, I'll spread my risk uh, across the, the country and they could have some uh, running in WA and, and South Australia or up north uh, as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's um, like our vision for the platform has a couple of different uh, couple of different fronts. So one is going to be, hey, I've, I've got some grass at the moment and I've got a need for some cattle, right? So I can take some cows or I can take some steers for the next four months. So that's that's one way that it could work. Um, you might be might be down in Victoria and say, "Hey, I've I've got some cows that um, I you know I don't want to sell, but I can't." So here you go. So it could just make a pure match of it might be livestock to livestock between two farmers. But also, I and, and this is sort of a passion of mine is around providing some risk management strategies for for family scale farmers because in the the bigger businesses and the corporates, they've got the opportunity to. To move livestock around in different districts when different rainfall um, events occur, so they've got this capacity to to spread their risk by diversification into different regions. Whereas in a family scale farm may not have that opportunity. So, for me, I might be sitting here and saying, "Well, I've actually got I've got the capital at the moment to buy more ewes, but but you know it hasn't rained outside. There's no rain here, and we're coming into a sort of a pretty dry autumn and potentially a dry dry winter. So I might say, well. You know, at the moment, it's actually not very wise for me to go stocking up at home. So, what I'd really like to see is, as you as you're alluding to, there is for for you to be able to buy cattle on my farm if the season was good here, and I could I could buy livestock to put on your farm or somewhere else. So, it'd be great in the future to be able to, to be able to manage your herd on different operations and spread spread your geographic risk, I suppose. And also, you might say, oh, well, I want to I want to get into um, some merinos but i'm not a merino producer and i'm based in victoria so you might say well i could i could buy some merinos on on mitch's place uh in the new england and and vice versa i might better buy some dairy cows that run in at, at warnable in victoria so you know there's there's huge opportunities there and i think what is needed is this digital platform that can can facilitate that so there's a lot of reasons why it doesn't happen right now um because of you know there's there's physical distance there's connections there's how do, how do you know what's happening with your livestock um what's where are they up to how do i know they're secure things like that so and this is this is there's a number of reasons why it can't occur at the moment but that's that's what we're trying to solve that those gaps to make sure that we can provide a, a better way of doing things in the future it's, it's brilliant mitch uh, uh, from you've already pointed this out but I just want to reiterate from the aspiring farmer point of view, we just think this is brilliant because we know um, and we've had these examples and Tim and Tegan, the co-founders, were examples of this. Um, you get a lease and you put all your effort into that uh, and then straight away you're going, well, how am I going to stock this? Uh, and you're looking at half a, half a million million um, to get it onto you know, a thousand acres or, or so. Um, so for this to be able to be there, all you need to do, similar to what we say with pitching a farm for investors, is you just got to demonstrate why you're an excellent farmer and why someone would trust uh, their cattle or, or livestock, any livestock, um, with with you. Uh, so again, lots of synergies with what we're doing here with Cultivate Farm. So Mitch, I just want to um, 
get from you a bit more of, of how would an opportunity unfold? Can you, can you step us through from the very first click I make on the website? Yeah, fantastic. Well, this is a, a good one, Sam, because we haven't, haven't built all the back end yet. <laughs> so, um, okay, so this is, this is how it works. So, um, so at the moment, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, in Armadale and I say, okay, um, I'd love to think that we've got a foot-high green grass coming into autumn and we've got plenty of tucker. Um, so I can see an opportunity. So this is the thing. It's about me identifying an, an opportunity as a farmer or, or Tim, uh, Tim and Tegan identifying an opportunity to stock their land. So then it's basically about then matching that opportunity with someone who can, uh, A, either provide the livestock that, that are needed or B, could provide some capital that would be able to purchase the livestock. So, for instance, I might say, righto, I could run another 300 uh, merino use. So I can see an opportunity there. So I might say, well, I need, say, $50,000 to purchase 300 ewes. I can show you that, um, you know, my ewes are returning uh, good gross margins. I can show you what my wool cut is. I can show you what my, my management plan is. I can, I can give you a pretty accurate forecast in terms of what we can make off each sheep uh, for, the next, for the next 12 months. So it's just about then providing uh, the back-end support through the platform, through the livestock platform, to really give you um, surety over those livestock during the year. So it's, it's about, you know, at the moment, this, this works really well. Like a share farm scenario might work really well if, um, say, my brother wanted to invest some money or, you know, with your parents because you can say, okay, well, We'll bankroll you to purchase uh, X amount of stock because we we know you, we trust you, we know what's happening because we can go and have a look. But the issue is, and this is what we're trying to solve, is that a lot of this happens remotely. So if if it's happening remotely, you can't just oh, well I was driving past and had a bit of a look and and it doesn't look right. I'm going to drop in and have a have a chat because you can't see them. So it's about trying to use the digital um, technology that we have and what's becoming more available. So um, you know, once once we're not we're not trying to reinvent the wheel in terms of livestock um, recording and monitoring. See, a lot of this stuff is done already, and people do that themselves. So it's about capturing the data that we need out of those systems and using that to back up the the livestock transaction, I suppose. So, you know, just in, in the future, I can see it as um, see that you know livestock tracking there's a lot going on in that space now so you know individual all your all your cattle have electronic ear tags so you can have individual animal monitoring you can monitor their weights when they come into the yards where they're moving to you know in the future there'll be um and already um like pastures from space is getting more accurate in terms of predicting food on offer feed on offer in each paddock you know so so what um what I envisage there is that that will that will build that all through the platform. All that information will come into one place, so that then, so say I've got that opportunity up uh, and found somebody who may have, um, say Tim. Tim might have three hundred views. Oh, perfect, got some sheep that you could you could have uh, for twelve months. And part of that deal is we come to an arrangement. So it might be either a uh, a percentage. Of progeny, it might be a set uh, lease fee. You might say, "Hey, you just lease those ewes off me for thirty dollars a year, and and then we'll just get the ewes back at the end." Um, once that's done, then we can provide all that back end support through the platform. And at the end of that, um, what it what it does is provides everyone information. So it's really it's really an information sharing platform, and and then there'll be a whole lot of uh, other financial things that we can do later on as as it develops. But um, 
at this instance, really, it'll become about identifying an opportunity, um, putting it up on the platform to find a partner that might be a share farm partner or someone that can provide capital. And then moving on from that, that gets the animals onto your farm. You can then monitor them through the platform. And then at the end of that, end of that scenario, um, you know, it, it really then provides some credibility about what you do. So every time that you do a transaction on this, just like your eBay or anything, it, you know, there'll be feedback loops. So you'll be able to see that, um, you know, we can see what sort of productivity Tim Tim gets on his farm. We can see how he runs his sheep. You can see how I run my sheep and what sort of profits I've been getting. So really about providing that information. So that's, and it's not only going to be beneficial for people getting capital from um, other farmers or, or livestock from other farmers, this could have, you know, quite quite good uh, flow on effects for even uh, attaining finance for livestock as well. So, uh, Yeah, uh, the whole process, it, it sounds great, Mitch, and, I, and in summary, it sounds like you're stitching up the whole supply chain from getting a, um, a livestock agent in to do the, the paperwork to find the right livestock to the ongoing um, uh, data around how well the farmer is, has farmed. But what really excites me, not that all of it doesn't already, but the idea of who an investor is, I think really excites me. So again, with Cultivate Farms, we're trying to blow open the discussion around who investors are. So most people think high net worth in, in cities, uh, but we're saying crowdfunding. So for $2,500, you can, you can own a farm uh, with crowdfunding, or you've got your self-managed super, uh, or you can get a bunch of mates together uh, with a little bit of savings and then pull it together. So what, I guess what you're saying with Lovestock as well is that anyone can now own own livestock so you could buy uh your daughter uh, a goat for christmas um and they could follow it uh, for the rest of its life uh, from anywhere in australia which i think is really exciting yeah absolutely well it definitely like i think that to start with um the platform is really going to focus around farmer to farmer so it's it's really about people that are probably already in the industry um, and and know what's happening but there's a huge I believe there could be a huge pool of uh, money out there if we can provide um, sufficient security and safety to those people to invest. So I think there's yeah, a huge opportunity. And really, for big picture for us, I'd love to see it that, that everybody um, could invest into livestock because there's not really many opportunities to do that unless you are directly a farmer at the moment. Mm. So, And I've had, um, particularly when the, the sheep and cattle prices have been really good over the last couple of years, I've had... Um, yeah, mates of mine come up to me and say, hey, I've got a bit of cash sitting, um, waiting to buy a house, whatever it is they're trying to do, and said, you know, oh, could we buy some cattle? And, you know, it always happens that it doesn't line up with when when you've got an opportunity. But, you know, that sort of thing definitely, um, yeah, if, if you can provide a, a way for people to get into or, or new money to come into the industry, that would be fantastic. Obviously, there's, um, there is legalities around uh, how we can – we can access investment and, and what sort of services we provide. At the moment, it's really focused around um, matching matching people with, with cattle or, or sheep with people with a need. But as that evolves, then we're yeah, definitely looking for, for partners and ways we can take that forward um, to find different, different pools of money, potentially. That's great. So why hasn't this happened before? Mitch, how come you in, in Armadale? Uh, sitting there have come up with this and no one else has ah fantastic question sam yeah um, uh, let's just say um well look i i don't know there's no real answer to that um it it does this we're not we're, we're not reinventing the wheel like this stuff does happen share farming does happen um people can 
can borrow funds to buy livestock. Absolutely. So it's not it's not about reinventing the wheel, but I think we can make it better now with the the invent of a lot of digital technology. So I think this is where this is where I see potentially a new way that we can do it is by providing providing that traceability, um, providing that um, transaction support, providing the also providing the farmer with some real time information and feedback. So it's it's about um, it's about doing what we've already done um, with maybe your, your, your friend or your neighbour or, or colleague uh, or family and really expanding that to a network um, a network of, uh, of farmers that are on this platform that trade with each other or can, um, you know, can, can verify the information that each other are providing. And I think that's once you provide that, that digital infrastructure, then that's, that's sort of going to support this to expand. Well, that's, that's the, that's the aim anyway. So we're um, we're working working profusely at the moment to really try to develop this to what you know for what a for what farmers need and, and b for what we can actually provide comfortably. So it's around you know we'll, we'll really develop this um, whichever way that the industry sees sees fit and which, whichever way we see that there's a there's an opportunity that we can fill through this sort of process. So, livestock and cultivate farms are, are working together. Mitch, uh, can you elaborate on what that means? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so at the moment, at this point in time, uh, we've just received a grant from Meat and Livestock Australia to help us co co fund the build of this platform. So, as part of that, we put some money in, and also Meat and Livestock Australia will put some money into this process, which is fantastic, and we're really happy to be part of. Um, part of that program. So as part of that, this is really allowing us to to dig a bit deeper to work out what it is that is needed, um, where is the gap in the market, and and can we can we potentially solve some of these issues with our platform? So as part of that process, we're we're looking to um, work with producers. So we've got a whole range of different producers that we've been talking with now over the last six to twelve months um, around you know, need for capital. How they currently do it, what 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 they see as as the major pitfalls, and also what they could see as potential solutions. So as part of that, um, yeah, it's really great that we can partner up with Cultivate Farms to to leverage um, the huge network of Cultivate Farmers, maybe um, if we can call them that. So it'd be great to we really want to reach out and and talk to uh, new and and emerging farmers and aspiring farmers to work out what it is that a, they need, you know, is it is it the same as what my needs are here uh, in terms of access to capital, access to livestock, and then you know, B, have they got any huge great ideas that that we could try to try to implement into this, and then um, C, it'd be really great to go back to that group and and network with them to work out to get some feedback really. So it's about it's just this feedback loop. So it's around um, you know seeing if the if the issue is there and. And getting some feedback on what we're building, so we can go backwards and forwards. So it's really great. Yeah, we're really, really stoked to be working with you guys to be able to, to test test this prototype and this method um, with with cultivate farmers. And we're excited too, Mitch. And we're uh, it's a pleasure to be involved. So a call, a shout out to all our um, our members, uh, people who follow us online. Not only people who are new entrants, uh, we'd love to hear about what you think something like this. Uh, should be ready for you when you are ready to jump onto a farm. 
to aspiring farmers who are ready to go, even to current farmers and retiring farmers. I don't, I don't think there's really an, an issue with who we get responses from, Mitch. Um, uh, it's just as long as we've got people who want to engage with this discussion. So you guys have called for this. You want us to find solutions to eliminate the barrier to farming. Uh, and we're finding it, so we need your help. Uh, I'm guessing it'll be a 10-minute long survey, maximum, Mitch, nothing to onerous. Grab a cup of tea, have a glass of wine. Um, just thinking yeah. about the, the benefits this is going to bring you into the future. Um, so yeah, we, we encourage everyone uh, to jump online. Um, the link is somewhere around here. Um, so just click and start surveying. Yeah, so that's no, absolutely, Sam. We any um, It'll be just a quick quick survey online. So it's just really about capturing uh, you know, where you're up to in, in your farming career, um, what sort of uh, what ways you use now currently to get uh, livestock, you know, how you finance those, um, whether that's by cash, whether you use loans, whether you use share farming type models. And then you know, we really want to know if, if some of those are working, if some aren't working, uh, and if there's you know, gaps that you can see what we could do. And, and don't necessarily, it won't really focus around uh, solutions. If you've got a, a great idea, that's fantastic. But what we really want to focus on through this whole process is trying to, trying to look at where the gaps are and what are the needs? So if you can identify what your need is, hey, we need more, you know, more flexibility, or we need less restrictive, um, you know, uh, less restrictive finance options, so that it's, so it gives us uh, gives us something to work with. And then what we can do is we'll work with. Uh, we've got some really some really bright uh, bright minds working on this uh, around design and also some web stuff. So we can really. We can really take that forward and try to come up with a, a really whiz-bang solution and, and bring that back for some feedback. So, yeah, we'd really appreciate that. And out of that process, um, what we'll do is we'll go and interview a few farmers as well. So we've got a list now that we've built up, but we'll go we'll go out either on, on foot uh, onto the farms and, and also via the phone. And just if there's some people that have got some really good uh, insight, yeah, we'd be, we'd be really, um, yeah, really happy to take that feedback and really appreciative. That's great. So Mitch, let's say uh, you've got amazing responses from all over Australia from very clever people uh, at Cultivate Farms Network. Uh, we are five years down the track. Can yeah. You, can you give us a, an outline of how people are using the system? What's something cool or some arrangement? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this is what this is my uh, this is my blue sky thinking, Love I suppose. It. So this, this is what um, drives me in this process, and it, it's probably a little bit. Oh, apologies for that. I'm busy. Um, it, what really drives me in this is is uh, potentially what we can do in the future. So I'm not really thinking about what it is right now. And obviously, if we had some digital tools, that's fantastic. That could really improve what we do now. But so this is my blue sky thinking of it might be five years, it might be ten years down. But so I'd like to think that. Uh, I've got some cattle, so I might own some cows. They might be some steers, and we're growing them out. But uh, so they're running on a block of land that that might hopefully is owned by me, but it, it may not be. That doesn't matter. So it could be lease land or share farm land. Those steers can be running in a mob of um, of steers that might have some of your steers as well, Sam, and some some steers from some other other people all over Australia. Um, and so they're all running in the one in one mob. Um, that's fine. So I can I can log on every day and have a look where those animals are up to. Because it means that if I'm working off farm, doesn't matter. I can log in from Melbourne or from Sydney or from wherever it is that I am, 
and still be able to see what's happening on the farm. So that's really important to me. And I think that's pretty close. But also from that perspective, you can log in as well. So you can have a look and see where the cattle are up to and what's happening and, and how they're growing and if they're performing. It's part of that then, righto, so they grow away nicely for the, for the next two months, three months, and they're, they're eating away. Well, how do we know? How do we, how do we work out the share farm arrangements? Well, it's easy because from we'll be getting uh, daily updated uh, satellite images. Uh, we can work out how much food or feed is on offer in each, each paddock. We'll be able to know by that stage, hopefully, how much feed is eaten by each animal. So I can say, oh, well, your cattle ate 22 kilos of grass today. Mine ate 24.1, so I might have going to grow a bit quicker. But um, they, uh, from that, then we can work out, we can, just, uh, we, can, we can make payments in terms of whoever owns the grass, so that can all be squared up on a daily basis. At the end of the three months, we know that um, the cattle came into the yards a month ago, so we know they're pretty, getting pretty close to slaughter weights. So they're getting, uh, getting heavy. We know the condition they're in because as they're in the yards, they walk through our whiz-bang uh, 3D um, scanner. So we get a, basically this stuff starting to be uh, trialled in the abattoirs at the moment and it's, it's providing some pretty promising, promising uh, evidence to show what the carcass actually looks like. So I reckon in the future we'll be able to do that straight away through the yards. So they come through the yards. We can get a you know, pretty accurate, 99% accuracy um, body condition, so we know how much fat, we know what the eye muscle area is. Righto, so that we know they're about a month off being at the, 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 the weight that we need to kill them. So that's fine. So we can go to the platform then and we could actually say, well, we've got some animals that are going to be due uh, for sale in, in a month's time. You know, at the back end of the platform, there could be buyers on there, meat buyers that come in and say, well, we've, um, we can see that Sam's got got 10 steers there mitch has got 10 steers someone else has got 10 steers so we know we know there's a mob of cattle there that uh, are ready to go they could come in and have a look at their their, their condition the weight, um where they are how fast they're growing so they know exactly when they need to if they were going to buy them when they'd need to schedule a truck to come pick them up so they can have a look at them see them from space they know they know exactly where they are every day you know and then um basically you could you could get an offer put forward, um, sell those animals, the truck could come, could pick them up, take them off into town. You know, the whole, the whole process could be changed dramatically in terms of how we, um, how we manage our livestock. And all, all of this could happen. So it could be your cattle running on uh, Tim's farm in Albury and uh, I might have some cattle down there as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's all, um, it all sounds pretty far-fetched, but I, I really think this sort of thing is only, it's probably only five or ten years away when we'll, we'll really have that sort of level of data that we need. Satellite images will be become very, very regular and very cheap. Um, we've already got individual animal tracking, you know, things like now we've got 3D, um, 3D imaging to work out live weights of, of animals. That, that sort of work is going on at the moment and, and it's showing pretty good, pretty good promising results. So it won't be too far away when we can, we can really manage our animals, uh, not only remotely but really accurately so that we can be getting really good feedback and it, uh, through that process it might be also that you that daily information gives you um, real-time feedback to manage those animals better so you might say well, why are they not performing as well as they were last month or what could we do to improve that so yeah that's that's the way I, I reckon it's it's all going and I'd love to see that in the future love stock it's the future man I absolutely love it uh, we're going to wrap up there. That is, uh, hopefully, a lot of people are doing some thinking and some 
planning on how they're going to use the new Lovestock platform when we get it up and cranking. So please reach out. Um, Mitch, what's the best way of people getting in touch? There's a Facebook page. Um, is that probably the best Absolutely. Way? That's, that's the best point of contact yeah. at this point in time, Sam. Yeah. As the platform gets developed further, uh, we've got our website ready to, to load that up too. So we'll, uh, we'll get back to you a bit bit later on once that starts to go and and once we get something up and and running we'll be able to start beta testing that so we'll be going out really soon to start beta testing manually and doing this process and then as as time goes on we'll we'll really merge all that into the into the digital world so that'll all become become live and we want uh everyone to get on on board because it really these sort of um these sort of things work best when there's there's plenty of people in in that network so um think just you know if we can if we can help provide uh, you know a few tools that that can make things easier to to find livestock and find finance for livestock um, for you know aspiring farmers and also for current farmers there's uh, then that yeah we've, we've achieved achieved our goals so yeah thanks very much for your time much appreciated thank you Mitch and all power to you mate we're looking forward to the next six to 12 months speak soon yeah, fantastic we'll keep you updated thanks, thanks Sam. Mate. Hey, thanks for your attention. Please do leave a rating and also get in contact if you do want to get onto your dream farm. We'd love to help. Let's get you farming.